Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's been four months since I've done a solo podcast on the ATR network, but we are back. Reason being, it's because it's 2023. We're into March. You know what that means. It means that things are kind of beginning to thaw up here in northern Vermont. And that means that professional wrestling is once again coming back to northern Vermont. ETWA coming back with their show on Saturday, the March 11th. This is still our town. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to go back and see some friends, see some good wrestling action. But before we get to that, I want to take a step back. I want to cover their old show that they are the old show, their last show that they had in December. Now, you could ask yourself, Scott, why are you doing this four months after, you know, or three months after this happened? A lot happened at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023. I'll break it down a little bit for you. The week after season's beatings, which was on December 3rd, I was graduating from college. It's been a long road getting to that point. One day, I'll probably end up sharing that story. But for now, that's another story for another day. So obviously, after that, things had to get done. I had to make sure I had all my stuff done for my grades, get all my stuff in, make sure I can graduate. It's kind of important. Walk across the stage, the whole nine, you know, the whole shebang and stuff. So we get through that. Then after that, it's obviously the holidays. Lots of travel, not near my equipment. Not going to do any podcasts you know, go through the new year. We get into January and I started thinking, all right, maybe I should do it now. I said, well, maybe I'll wait until their first show. Initially, I thought their first show would be in February. Things have changed, which is fine. These things happen. First show starts August or in August. <laughs> first show starts March 11th. So I'm like, all right, we will wait until right before that show. We'll do our release show, get people caught up to speed so we can roll into the new show. I'll be covering that as well. I'll have a podcast for that one as well. But we'll jump into season's beatings, get those results, get you guys caught up. So that way, if you're in the Newport area, or even if you're not, and you want to travel to see some really good professional wrestling, come on down to Newport, their Parks and Rec Center. You'll have a blast. Tickets are still available. Believe me, if you're in the area, you will not want to miss this stuff. But also, before I jump into the results from the show in December, I want to make a correction to something that I had mentioned in the November show when I covered Hunger Slam for them, uh, for ETWA. Uh, I had mentioned uh, it was nice seeing Cheeseburger uh, in front of like 50 to 60 people. I was I was way off. Apparently, math was not my strong suit when it came to counting people. <laughs> uh, there was clearly at least two to three times that. There was at least, a, you know, 125, 150 people there for that show. It was pretty much a sold-out show. It was a really good show. Uh, for Hunger Slams, it was... Uh, Hunger Slam, for uh, Seasons Beatings, it was even more people. Um, I watched uh, the Myers brothers pulling out chairs uh, <laughs> out of the uh, uh, the storage closets that they have at the auditorium. 
and it, it, it's just it's crazy. Just keep putting people in the different seats, and they're almost all the way back to all four walls. It's it was it was some good stuff. I'd probably say that it was close to close to maybe two. 200 people, lots of fans, lots of good stuff happening. It was a really, really good show. So there were eight matches on the card. Uh, the main event of this was Matt Cross taking on ETWA heavyweight champion Sonny Defarge. So we'll get to that match a little later on. Kicking things off, we had Mike Anthony taking on Blade Bandits. This was a fun match. Um, I've seen Mike Anthony now a couple of times uh, through ETWA, and he just has this 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 crazy energy. And I don't want to say crazy because you know I don't want him to get upset or anything, but you know he just yeah. I I always like someone who has a good amount of charisma, and especially when they're a heel, it just I don't know it just it, it fits right with me. I just like it. Um, Blade Bandit, uh, a big crowd favorite. Uh, really good match between these two. Mike Anthony actually getting the win here with some help from the ropes. So, you know, you're going to cheat. You know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Little Eddie Guerrero there, you know. Just seems to work better. Second match, we had some ladies in ETWA. For me, the second time uh, that I've seen them, I have missed some shows where they have had women on there before. Uh, but for me, this was now the second time that I've seen uh, some good female wrestling here in ETWA. We had uh, Jesse Nolan, who was undefeated uh, in ETWA, going into this show, taking on Evelyn Sage, who literally looked like she was plucked out of black and white television or like the very first couple episodes of WandaVision. Like, it just like she was the homemaker and everything. And just like she played this gimmick so well. Uh, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the promo videos that they had before their matches. Uh, some, some high quality stuff. The wrestling was really good. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Evelyn Sage actually gets the victory here with a little help from uh, some flower, throwing it in Jesse's face, giving the roll up victory. Jesse, unfortunately, no longer undefeated, but I'm sure she will be looking for revenge in the future. After that, we had Diego Alvarez taking on everybody's favorite do work himself, Mr. Jobs. And I've really, really come to enjoy Diego Alvarez and his tag partner, Johnny Pierce. Um, their work together, it's they're very preppy. And I don't know, it just they come off as these types of heels that you want to see them get their faces smashed, but you can't help but be a little unnerved and, and a little upset when they win. <laughs> um this just did not happen for this. Uh, this match, Jobs does get the victory. However, it is via DQ because Johnny Pierce gets in the match, gets involved. Jobs, however, is saved by a friend named Jeff Fury. More on Jeff later on in the show. We then had uh, what they called the Jingle Brawl. Essentially, it was a Royal Rumble-esque type match where we had eight participants um, this was also you could call the Jabba King brawl because Jabba King, who has been tormenting people for the last you know few years, but recently in the last few months, he enters the ring first. Like I said, we had eight competitors. Uh, so Jabba King was first, and then Samuel Radcliffe came in. Uh, Jade Kang, Ricky Rocket, Turbo, Jeff Nova, they all 
get eliminated by Jabba King as the match goes on. We then had, of course, because it's the holiday season, we have the Grinch, who ends up being the thorn in Jabba King's side the last couple of months when Jabba King was doing his um, Power Slam challenge. Uh, our last participant, of course, is Santa himself. It was the Santa boss. It was, it was Donnie Myers, the boss himself, comes out, him and the Grinch eliminate Jabba King. They celebrate their victory in the ring. After that, we go to intermission. Lots of little uh, little pictures with Santa and the Grinch with all the children that are at the show. Now, the one great thing about this whole thing with ETWA is they encourage the kids to come, and they come out in force. Uh, parents do a great job bringing their kids in. They're all rowdy. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's not obnoxious at all. It's so much fun to hear all these kids just screaming at the heels. And of course, the it, the good heels with a lot of charisma, they egg on the kids and it just makes them even more pissed off. It's just, it's it's good stuff. It's, it's, it's quality entertainment. And I thoroughly enjoy um, what happens at these shows, when it, especially when it comes to stuff like that. So after intermission, we jumped back into our next set of matches we had King Crab taking on Bobby Orlando. Bobby has been one of my absolute favorites uh, in the last couple of years. I've watched him wrestle for ETWA. I've watched him wrestle for uh, Chaotic Wrestling uh, and some other places. And it's just he's always very, very energetic. Uh, he has his uh, his pet goat, Bobby Jr. And, you know, they don't call him the goatest of them all for nothing has the crowd in the palm of his hands. The other wrestlers that are watching from the top rafters are all singing along with him. It's just a lot of fun. Bobby Orlando gets, gets the victory. We move on to our next thing. We have the spoiler taking on Mullet Man. ETWA's absolute king. This man is Hulk Hogan in mullet form. <laughs> It's fantastic. Um, Mullet Man coming off a ridiculous street fight the previous month uh, during Hunger Slam, continuing on his war path to get to Sonny Defarge so he can challenge for the title. He gets by the spoiler. Sonny actually comes out to this match, verbally abuses and punishes spoiler for not getting the job done. We then moved on to Jeff Fury and Johnny Page. Uh, this match was made because of what had happened earlier in the night when Sandy, uh, when, uh, Diego Alvarez had attacked Jobs along with Pierce after the match. Uh, unfortunately for Jeff, did not fare too well. Johnny Pierce does pick up the victory here. And then, of course, we go to our main event, Matt Cross, or for those of you who watched um, Lucha Underground, Son of Havoc, taking on the ETWA, Heavyweight champion of the world, Sonny Defarge, the legit businessman. This was a clinic. I loved watching this match. I didn't even take any notes. I just sat back and I just watched this happen. It was a fantastic match. It was exactly what I had hoped for. Sonny does retain his title, but like I said, Matt Cross looked amazing. I even got an autograph from him after the match. I actually have it up on my wall. Uh, so if you watch any of our videos 
for Power Slam. You'll see it prominently shown uh, in my little my little cube. So a lot of fun. This was a great show. Like I said, it was four months ago, but I'm excited uh, to get back uh, to ETWA this coming Saturday. Uh, again, a show called This Is Still Our Town coming from the Parks and Rec Center, Mishmoo Building. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, headlined by Sigma taking on Sonny Defarge for the title. Sigma was supposed to have his title shot back in December, but unfortunately he had had a concussion, so he was ruled out. Uh, but ETWA's favorite alien is back, and he will be challenging for the title on Saturday. And the uh, Sunday Defarge's associates will be barred from ringside. So it will be a legitimate one-on-one match because he's a legitimate businessman, and this is how these things work. So, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be a lot better when it comes to doing these review shows. Just there was stuff that just needed to happen back then. Now we're back rolling once again. If you guys would like, please follow ETWA Wrestling. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on YouTube as ETWA Pro Wrestling. And you can find them also and follow them on Twitter as ETWA Wrestling. Uh, All their matches are on their YouTube channels. uh, So you can watch them all back and see what I've been talking about, how how fantastic all these matches were. I hope you guys are able to join us for Saturday. If not, stick out uh, or pay attention to YouTube. That way you can watch those matches going forward. But if you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find myself everywhere at Scotty J Stream. You can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you are listening to one that does not have us, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Though you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam today from Above the Ring. Again, my name is Scott, and I am the man behind the Twitter of Above, of above the Ring. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.